When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone. Hello. Before we start the show, we'd like to talk to you about something very special to our hearts. Yes. The wonderful and incredible... Magical. Magical lifestyle of Patreon. If you're not part of Patreon already or part of Hot Dog Club as we know it, it's time for you to join. So many wonderful benefits await you behind the paywall of the Patreon. That's right. The paywall of the gods, as it were. For $5 a month, you get a bonus episode every week. For $7 a month, you get a bonus episode every week and a listener questions episode every week. And then for the $10 package, what do they get, Katya? You get a slip and slide hot dog extravaganza getaway sweepstakes bonanza. Exactly. And part of that is being enrolled in Katya and Craig's movie club. Hey! So for Movie Club, we break down and analyze a film that we've watched and enjoyed, and we've also provided for you to watch and enjoy, or at least told you where to get it. Yep. And uh, recent entries include Body Double, Hairspray. Um, Fruit Barn. That's right. <laughs> Bobby and the Beefy Boys. But, yeah. And then the uh, Beefy Boys and Bobby, yeah, which is Yeah, Wagon Wheel Watusi. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of great films. And we also take your comments and questions. That's right. And discuss them on the air. On the air. On the air. On the air. Live for you to listen to. On the air. So check it out now, patreon.com slash Katya and Craig. And now that we've done some business, what are we going to do? We're going to unwrap some VHS tapes and take a dump on them. That's right. So join us, won't you? Mm-hmm. And now for the show. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. It's whimsically volatile. Please welcome to the stage the complex multi-talents of the incomparable, the indomitable, the innumerable, the consumable, the often imitated but never duplicated, CEO, businesswoman, performer, songstress, dancers, and enfant terrible of the internet, Bubble Girl! Three! <laughs> welcome, welcome. I like to call you Bubble Girl. Uh, thanks, but that's Trixie's nickname these days. Oh, is it? Yeah, because oh. she's like the old Bible girl. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. I miss the old Bubble Girl. I miss the old Bubble Girl. I know. Bubble Have you girl. quit drag this morning? I quit drag every day. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, the original quitter of drag. That's that me. is you. That is you. You did it earlier this morning, right? Before <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Instead of milk in my coffee, it's just quitting drag <laughs> <in my coffee. laughs> So what <laughs> what does that mean? Do I get the original quitter of drag? <laughs> so <laughs> where'd that come from? It's it was this original meme that I guess I had developed over time after noticing this interesting trend of girls who had either like had some crossroads in their life where they were like they had to make this massive public announcement that they were like leaving drag and that it was like done for them and without fail whether it was within a couple of weeks to a couple of months they were back in it yeah 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 which is like go off like i'm so glad you're like doing the damn thing as you should be yeah but it was just like this funny phenomena that i would notice become like 
almost habitual within the community and industry yeah. at large. Uh, instead of taking some time off, mm-hmm. you're just going to quit. Is, is mm-hmm. it and is it to like the motive there to kind of like drum up publicity for yourself or like no for the per the quitter well yeah well because there were also times where like it would be in tandem with like when it'd be going into that on season of girls oh, going away for drag race oh, be, yeah. sure someone yeah. would like have this long-winded like facebook status about how they like twisted their acl or something <laughs> yeah. and they were gonna take a wild like social oh, media yeah, like yeah. sabbatical you know it's always they, yeah thing. they do that to get followers oh yeah right yeah of course yeah okay of course in which i did really make fun of that entire like concept by i guess semi sort of emulating it in a very like indulgent way back uh-huh. um like I think it was like three summers or so ago when, for whatever reason, it was like when people at first started seeing who I was online on more of a grander scale, but weren't like understanding much about me. And then we're kind of putting me on this. Oh, she's going to be on Drag Race. She's uh-huh. going to be on Drag Race. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, okay, well, like, yeah, I'm not trying to force this narrative that I am or want to be on Drag Race, but of course I'll play into this idea of like people thinking that I'm going to be on the show and going right. away and right. feed into this mentality that, oh, I have to, I have to go away. Yeah. So I just started posting pictures of like buildings in New York City for like two weeks at a time. <laughs> and there was a point like in this like craziness of me doing it that detox even texted my boyfriend, Chris, and was like, you know, you need to be a lot better about like making it, like she's behind her social media. He was like, "What are you talking about? Like she's uh, literally been posting this entire time." So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 very that trolling. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, it's part and parcel of the social media experience. The magic of social media. Yeah, trolling, finessing the internet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you on the internet all day? I think in spirit, <laughs> <laughs> but like day to day with um with your phone, like what is your what is your internet usage look like? It's really not that bad. No, it used it used to be pretty big, like because okay. I I felt that it was such a, it still is a necessary evil, but I've been able to scale it to a point where I'm able to keep it a more of like an arm's length situation. Uh-huh. Instead of feeling like I have to be so heavily connected with everything that I'm doing at all times. Like I feel, I feel like in previous conversations that you and I have had too, it's more about the nuggets that you're dropping along the way rather than something that's like this massive, like, um, what's the right term? Like a dam breaking. You're just like having this overflow of content at all times. And I feel like that gets stale for everyone that's following you too. So it's been kind of like this um learning process in part of experiencing growing with it also sure Mm -hmm. so thankfully i'm able to kind of like turn my phone like away like i actually put it on do not disturb during my entirety like from like it's i never take it off like i call it moon mode but like (laughs) it's so my screen will never flicker up so like i can just like go to my phone as i feel like it rather Uh than feeling like i have to like be watching my screen like something's gonna pop up yeah yeah and so like i'm a shitty texture by nature because of this now but i feel like i've had as someone who like i felt like i always had to reply to everything that was getting sent to me yeah i've been able to kind of switch which how I operate and where like I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. Sometimes it'll take a couple of days. Sometimes I'll do it instantaneously mm-hmm. depending yeah. on like what the immediacy of what it needs. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's just, it's overall, I'm pretty good about it. I now. like that too. I, I don't have any, my phone never makes noise. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's yeah. completely silent. I don't like that. No vibrate. Yeah, nothing. I, I like accidentally that. turned them off mainly for the text ones, the vibrate mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. because it was on the bed and I was like, oh wait, it's going to wake us up and I turned it off and then I sort of got into it for like two days. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, I'm not noticing 
the text because I, I would do the same thing or still do kind of right. immediately well, respond to a text. The buzz is almost like Pavlovian, you know? Yeah. Did you ever have the phantom buzz? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when it's not even in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I still get the phantom buzz and I know that it's not yeah, right. on like when I'm walking. <laughs> it's like this really odd programmed thing. Yeah. 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 It's so weird. Mm-hmm. My, um, my penis actually vibrated. Mm-hmm. Is that <laughs> now? Is that the is, phantom penis, or is not, this the actual is, penis? Is that the funded actual, by Elon Musk? The actual penis. <laughs> the actual penis. It wasn't even. Um, it was. I had the. I've had like the back pocket phantom buzz. Sure. Of what years ago when I used to have vi- my phone on vibrate? But then I looked up on WebMD or something about this. I was like, "What is going on?" But my penis was vibrating, hmm. and and it's a thing. Other people have experienced it too. It's like <laughs> phantom sounding. No, no, but oh god. <laughs> <laughs> getting wider oh. and wider oh. <laughs> oh god that's his favorite i'm glad you oh, brought yeah, that up baby oh. <laughs> a lecture around me like one of your french girls <laughs> oh that is <laughs> oh god i gotta go kill yeah. me well it was a good episode I that think. is rotten was, uh, and that's when you quit drag that's yeah now i'm quitting drag right I'm quitting go. drag for there good you know. yeah it's good yeah. to make it maybe a monthly thing like yeah. the end of the month and then you can start fresh again yeah it's like yeah. a new moon yeah. exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah quitting drag um what is your least favorite part about drag um i think the competitive nature that people have seemed to hold on to it with now okay uh-huh. um because I, I really, like, I don't have any real actual complaints about drag in it of itself. Yeah. Because I'm pretty happy that, like, that's my job. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but I think in terms of, like, industry stuff, I feel like, and this is something that I've had to learn because I used to, like, have to always, I felt like I had to, like, compare what I was doing to someone else to, like, outdo or out mm-hmm. better. Sure. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like tr- somehow that would validate what I was doing more than how just staying in my lane would for whatever reason doing something you're inspired to do yeah Yeah. so and like that's something over time that i've learned to like really accept and like be cool with and like i'm really happy just like doing me or whatever Mm, like whatever you want to call it yeah yeah yeah. um i'm just gonna do me yeah just gonna like you know (laughs) rock out have the good vibes i'm just gonna do me yeah Um, 2019 is all about good vibes (laughs) good vibes only only I'm just gonna lives. do me. I'm, not, I'm just gonna stay in my lane. <laughs> me and my <laughs> wand of sage. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. true though. But so, and I feel like it's cost like friendships and stuff because of that within industry where like people feel even like personally like I've like I've had it. You know, like people feel like they have to somehow prove that they're better than a contemporary for whatever reason. It's it's not necessary yeah and that can also lead to sort of people just being weird and standoffish right like and you don't know why yeah oh yeah yeah which is always fun oh yeah and that was something that like i think even specifically like in the new york drag scene while it was like where i was kind of born into the industry and like i have a lot of friends there i feel like at the same time there was this situation where people had this built-up stigma or idea of me based upon like these perceptions and things that were kind of going on because they felt like what i was doing was so different from what was like the precedent in like the manhattan standard of drag or something it was this abhorrently like "Mm, i don't know and it was this perceived threat 
I guess, like without sounding cocky, but it was always this kind of outsider syndrome that I felt like I was having to deal with all the time. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they were just afraid you were going to quit drag in the middle of the show. <sighs> you know. It's when you book a bunch of people and someone just quits right in the middle. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, at least I can follow through with paying performers. You know? oh. <laughs> well, that's not New York. That's oh, just wait, Australia. Wait. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got burned big time by, um, yes. but I, I, I followed it a little bit online. I didn't get the whole just, did you get your money? No. Still, and how long has it been? From Australia. It we, The tour started mid-June. I got home July 4th. Oh, July 3rd, I got home. Crazy. Who's this promoter? Well, he's not a promoter anymore because oh, of my ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, but, so his, his name is, <clears throat> as he liked to say, Dr. PJ Smith. A um, doctor didn't pay you? So doesn't sound he, like well, a real he doctor. loved to tout that he had like the doctor prefix. I was like, dude. Doctor what? I don't know. Just, just a thing. That was just his thing. I guess. Okay. He said he had a PhD, so he like let everyone know that he had. Or he. It was like, all right. I don't know. The whole thing was yeah. Very, Sounds very fishy. Very very fishy. Uh, thank God I wasn't like on tour alone, and like the camaraderie amongst like the cast of girls who were out there with me. Like we all kind of band together. We're like some like something's <laughs> weird. Like we weren't really sure what it was. Yeah. And then oh, like man. when like. I'm someone who always likes to give the benefit of, like, of the doubt to anyone. Sure, sure. So, hey, didn't come through like the first two weeks. And I was like, I don't know, like maybe like there's some like payroll thing or timeline, uh-huh. whatever. I'll be patient. I'm not going to like, what's the point of like chasing the paper? I feel like yeah. patience is a virtue, whatever. Sure. I'll follow through with that. And then the two week mark hit. I texted him directly and I was like, so do you have any? Yeah, where, like, where's follow, the money? Like, what's up? Like, I just toured for two weeks across the globe with yeah, you. Like, what's yeah. good? Any thoughts? Any info? Yeah and, yeah. and then, like, it took about 16 hours for a response, which I had kind of chalked up to. Maybe it's the time difference. I don't know. Sure. 18 hours ahead. You, yeah. You know, and then, of course, it's like some weird, long winded narrative about how, oh my God, my bank account's been oh hacked. And, blah, 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 blah. and he sends uh, me, no. like, he like sends me pictures of like documents from like, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> like, you filled yeah. in like a bunch of blank spaces on shit that you could have printed and like done, yeah. which right. it turned out that. The, the fraudulent documentation that he was filling out, someone who had been on tour with us who, like, works at a bank by day, so, like, they didn't have the proper letterhead to begin with, so it was all, like, fake. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, oh, so it's no been, like... way. Yeah, so, like, I mean, there's... I have receipts on receipts on receipts. You know, I'm the exposing queen. Yeah, you are. You expose her, but, drag so, like, her. always expose her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, I'm the original exposer. The doctor of exposing. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I've just... I have everything, like, in terms of this specific situation of how everyone kind of got ripped off in general because I'm not the only one who wasn't paid even beyond Queens there were DJs who didn't get money and wow yeah just like vendors who were promised like everything and got nothing people who competed in a drag competition have not been paid just like a lot of like crazy stuff where it was and he has a history specifically he did this with the furry community also oh my god yeah so there's literally it's literally like on record there's like a furry fandom like wiki website and yeah. his like he there's a page about him about how he like created a furry convention and ripped a bunch of people off oh my god so wow. he has this habitual not the furries oh i know and he but he had like a fursana like he has a fursana twitter account fursana yeah that's that? like that's like a oh, drag yeah. character but for furries like, oh my that's god like, that's Whoa. like yeah wow. so, like, he has a fursana 
Sorry, I heard it as sauna, and then I was like, oh, oh that's I see you, I see you. No, but yeah, so he ran this convention in which he, like, took a lot, like, just took a bunch of money and didn't pay people and, like, owes wow. people a lot of shit. And then, so, like, this wiki page just, like, has all the information detailing that on there, too. So he has, like, this crazy track record of yeah. swindling. Yeah. So where's he at now? Well, so I have a couple of people who are, like, locally based down in Melbourne, which is where he lives, like, 48 min- 40 minutes from, like, the city. But he's he would usually be seen out, like, in nightlife or whatever. And people said that he's essentially kind of become a recluse. He hasn't been seen anywhere. Wow. What a shame. Um, right? Yeah, it's Yeah, sad. it's I know. really... <laughs> I, I have no pity for him honestly of course and then yeah. like when management would reach out to him he would after I had gone public and we were still trying to figure out like what was going on um, he would play like some victimy card of like people are like sending me like really mean things on the internet blah 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 it's like well first of all yeah you just gotta send the money bub yeah it's really like <laughs> not that hard yeah, this you is just very send simple the money, bub. come yeah. on yeah. yeah it's not a personal attack it's... yeah and just like even aside from that there were just like so many different things on tour that were really strange like he just like said really weird racist things and just like oh. in general like he was just like a, a terrible person, a person yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah how long into the tour did you start to smell some kind of rot in terms of just his personality i mean again with the benefit of the doubt you go maybe he's just having a bad day yeah. but i think i think it was about maybe like day three oh honestly yeah yeah things just kind of seemed a little odd like one of the girls was getting treated differently in terms of like she wasn't getting like her own room and it was like not like this not like a sexual connotation it was just like why are you like cutting corners and not giving someone uh-huh. a room? you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, why yeah. like why and when in contract they were promised that so right. just you know yeah. there were a lot of contractual breaches he and it was unbeknownst to me at the time but like he drove the entire van of us drunk from the venue back to the hotel i had no no idea it was really crazy and like one of the queens on tour spoke to him about it because she it was it needed to happen and it was like an authoritative move that just like had to be done yeah um just like put him in his place but it was like the whole experience really was so strange like in retrospect but like i haven't let him as a person or like what he did like mar the overall like Mm. journey and adventure because like that goes back to me loving my job because like the fact that i got to do that in the first place was really neat yeah and i mean i got international press out of it which is a really dope silver lining like i was on the phone with sydney national herald which oh, is like great. you know like yeah. the like wow. morning paper like yeah. just talking about like I'm, i just fucking put a wig on didn't get paid yeah. and now y'all want to talk to me so cool <laughs> works for me sounds like this guy needs to quit drag um i think i helped him quit drag yeah. myself that's good yeah queer expo is no longer a thing i don't think so. damn that yeah. sucks yeah it happens that happens to a lot of the girls mm-hmm. have you ever had that happen to you i worked at a place and that burned down I didn't burn, burn down later, <laughs> and then they never paid me. Uh, so, oh but that was, um, but that was like, it was just one gig. Yeah, it was like not a big deal. Um, and then there's, yeah, I don't think there's anything else that there might have been one or two things. Not in the early on, early on. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. There, we always collect money before that. You know, it's like yeah, lessons learned. Yeah, yeah, point, yeah. You just you yeah, know. exactly. Is there a standard for that? Is there like a deposit, like a 50% type of thing up front and then something later? Usually, yeah. 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 Yeah, Usually you get a deposit way before you you show up. Yeah. And then, um, and then you, you show up and some, some people will get the rest of it before they even go on stage. Sure. You know, which is, I think going to have to be my rule of thumb. And I think in the past I had been like so passive about it because I think I have enough 
stigma against who I am. So the last thing I want is for someone to be like, oh, she was such a bitch. She like wanted the money before. Da, 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 da. And yeah. it's like, it's someone catastrophizing something that in realistic like sense doesn't like actually not make sense. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? It's fully within your rights. Sure. Too. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think I've made enough noise to the point where people know that there's going to be a precedent moving forward yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, people might hear about it if they yeah. try it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just moved to Los Angeles. I did. It's really Welcome. amazing. Thank you so much. It feels like home. Does it? Yeah. yeah. How long have you been here? Um, August 20, 28th, oh, okay. I moved here. Yeah. So it's been cool. a substantial amount of time, but it was really strange going to New York at DragCon. Oh, right. Like, yeah, sure. Th- like four weeks after moving here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that must have been weird. Yeah. And I was explaining it to... Um, my boyfriend and our other friends who we were with there working that it felt like this odd role reversal where I'd be in the convention center and then I'd go outside expecting it to be LA Mm. and it was just like really strange and like dysphoric and Mm. um (laughs) I mean fun I mean because DragCon is an interesting experience in and of itself yeah I would say did you have you been all of them every single one every single one since number yeah every single one how did this DragCon New York compare to last year's New York because I didn't go to that one I liked it a lot better than last year's. It seemed okay. like most of the kinks had been really worked out. Um, they moved the space over, so it was less like congested feeling, I suppose. Okay. Um, yeah, it operated. It just felt overall like a much smoother operation. And I think mm-hmm. even on um, like a business standpoint, from my own personal booth, I would say that like it was one of our more successful successful ones as well. Good. Um, yeah, it was really good. How was yours? Did you enjoy it? Uh yeah, it was a, it was worms. a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> <Sure>. I um <laughs> deep breaths. It's okay. Do you, yeah, the, do you want the tissues? Yeah. The tissues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there was some. I just don't. I I wish there was a way for people didn't have to wait in line so long. Yeah, like that just really bugs me. I it it always. I don't know how to do. I mean, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. How to? But yeah, it. It was good. We had like, I had a, it was the first time I've had an actual booth, like rather than just like a chair. Like, (laughs) (laughs) your booth was very pretty. I didn't get to come by, but it was very pretty. It would look look like the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks. And it was like, um, (laughs) it was nice inside and um, it was enclosed, sort of, but people had to wait outside Mm -hmm. forever and then come in. And and then Mm -hmm. it just took a long time. The whole meet and greet experience just took a long time. Yeah. And, um, I felt really bad for people who just going to spend half the day fucking waiting in line or whatever. But I wish there was like, I, I've, I've thought before of like hiring people to entertain sure. the, the, the line. Sure. Like jugglers sure. and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Unicyclists and like whatever <laughs> little dogs. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but you know, whatever it just, it just never happens. And then yeah. um, also there was, for me, there was a little bit of um, confusion about like, miscommunication between like several authority figures like the people who worked mm-hmm. at DragCon, the people who worked at my booth and then my assistant and then the, my booth person so mm-hmm. like it was just a whole it was kind of a mess but um yeah it was you know we did it it was good made money and it was nice and mm-hmm. not too many um wacko experiences That's um good. although someone some girl had a cat in a stroller huh Oh really? That was fun. Was it? <laughs> she had a, she had a little kitten in a stroller. I I think I think without without because I don't know names, but and I'm assuming there is only one person who had a cat with a stroller. Oh, did you, did you see her? 
I'm pretty sure she's the one that started a fight in the Trixie Mattel line at my what? booth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I, cause I, I was working in my own space. She started a fight. I was meeting and greeting and I like caught wind of some kind of thing going on over at Trixie's oh, line God. area. Okay. And like, that was just kind of perpetually building up throughout the days. And there are parents who get really tired and annoyed. And oh. my poor, my poor boyfriend, God bless him. He really had to like, go like deal with a lot of like crisis management and um you know there's a you have to have like a lot of tact when dealing with like angry parents and like a queer space and you want to like make sure everyone's comfortable and happy Uh (laughs) um and but so there's this one altercation with i'm i'm assuming it's the same girl with a cat who um was saying that the cat was her stress animal which is fine that's one thing sure but it it was this narrative which she had been apparently been using and it was witnessed by fans in prior line situations throughout the weekend whether mm-hmm. it was like at Aja's booth where it was this whole I need to skip the line and like this oh. is my cat like I have to get to the front oh. kind of scenario well those kind of scams Mama. I mean, yeah, Mama. you need to get into that. <laughs> <Mama>. <laughs> and it's not, okay, so this is good. I don't want this to appear insensitive. No, of course. But I thought it was really interesting because every person who came in in a wheelchair just got right up out of the chair. <laughs> they, just, they just got, oh my except, the only, except for one. There uh-huh. was one girl who, who, uh, or a woman who stuck you know, to the con. Stuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, she was, um, you know, legitimately bound to the chair. Or I, I don't mean legitimately bound. You know she, what I mean? She had all her paperwork in yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. I had broken her legs. So <laughs> you're gonna stand um, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna stand up now? Yeah. <laughs> But they all stood up and I was like, it was, and I know, listen, I, I know one girl was like definitely ill. But I don't know with what, but like a stomach her, bug no, maybe? her friend was like, she could go at any moment. Oh my and God. I, I That's was a like, quote? Yeah, literally. She said like, she could go at any moment. And I was like, what? Okay. Well, I don't, I don't want to get into this. dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's re- yeah. But the, they kept coming up and we're like, no, I can get up. Don't worry. And, <laughs> and, and they come, they just stand up and hop right and out of the chair, hop right out of the chair and then get into the chair and take a photo and i was like this is the con that is this yeah. is the drag the con, con. Of the drag yeah. honey and now of course i mean i'm now i'm thinking oh my god of course if i had to go to one of these or if not had to go if i wanted to go to one of these things but i, I don't wait in line for less <laughs> than 10 forced minutes to go to the drag yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would i would i would get get myself a wheelchair because they're not going to ask what's wrong with you no no one wants to no they're not gonna, that, that's really insensitive yeah it's very insensitive yeah how could you yeah, yeah. like i have diabetes and i have fibromyalgia not to mention my harlequin ichthyosis <laughs> and i have a quick neck course i have dandruff and i have psoriasis not to mention i also have a twisted ankle and i could go at any moment i could go at any moment <laughs> so my plaques are thick yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah not to mention my hangnail which is causing havoc <laughs> and then all of my webbed fingers which are which are problematic yeah no i i don't know it's 
you know, I'm sure some of you get mad at me for saying it, but well, I just thought it was really interesting. It was like I, because I, the the wheelchair would come through, and I would, I would just immediately be like, oh, like I, well, I would come to you. I would get, of course, I would you start get to down get up and be human with them. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Cause, and I was, I was getting a little tired, so I was like, I was like, come on in, and then, and then the wheelchair would come in and be like, oh, okay, let me, let me just kind of snap out of it a little bit, yeah. and uh, and then they'd be like, oh, don't worry, I got, it. and they, and they were just leap like, right out of the chair, leap right out of the chair. I was like, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> Do a yeah. little dance on the yeah. way over. Yeah. Yeah, full twisting, double somersault. <laughs> but I don't. I'm so I'm dying to know if anybody did actually use it for a con. If you did, and you're a listener, please write us in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Expose yourself. Expose exactly. yourself. Well, because you know, RuPaul was in a wheelchair. What? what? Oh, she was. She was. Um. So she was in PJs. Uh-huh. She was traveling in, as she calls it, incognito, and um, <laughs> and she was a uh, in PJs in a in a face mask in a hat in a being pushed around on a wheelchair pulling the ultimate stunt yeah 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 well because she's got to be in costume sure she's got sure, well, to yeah, be yeah, in yeah. Uh, disguise and why not if you're in disguise make it as comfortable as possible like hello yeah because she's very tall that's true yeah it's hard she's very tall hard to miss her she's very tall yeah. but also her husband who is pushing her around is also very tall oh yeah and he yeah. was wearing a face mask too wow yeah like a breathing mask or just uh, uh, one of those like uh, fem skin masks i think it was something it, I think it was like a combination of the. It wasn't a femskin, but it was like it was some kind of weird. Imagine if her thing was wearing Stop. a full body femskin. Yeah. Oh my god. All six foot five of her. No one will notice me. Yeah, yeah. Every orifice possible. Totally naked. <laughs> totally naked. Totally exposed. Yeah. I can't. A little teddy and everything open. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. She, but yeah, she likes to wiggle around and see it because she don't think she had a boot this year. Oh yeah, I guess she does. Yeah. As a lot of fans she like did. to say, she likes to keep tight surveillance on everyone, right? She does. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what she's spending her time doing all the time is wondering exactly what's going on with Thumb everyone. I'm on the polls. <laughs> I think Mark Jacobs was a, was turned away from my booth. Really? Why? Because they nobody like they don't know who he is. Well, <laughs> humble pie can be delicious sometimes. <laughs> Not he is the sweetest though. He is <laughs> so <laughs> sweet. I have no idea. <clears throat> oh, he's like he's such a fan of the girls I'm and sure. I and um because it's one of those things it's like he's not going to wait in line but if i had seen him outside i'd be like mark you know come, hey, in. come on in he's yeah. a huge fan of the girls oh cool huge fan of the girls that's good and um he uh yeah he but he took pictures of everybody else at me and then um well let's let's pop down to his uh, store i think he works there usually i nine, think he's there nine to yeah, five yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Every is mark day. here yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's not the manager <laughs> oh he's doing inventory yeah okay well can you have him come out from the oh back my god oh my god <laughs> was there an issue with a some kind of fire code violation uh some people had written us saying that they weren't allowed to come in because there was overcrowding or something with I don't know if you heard anything about it or I didn't if it's hear real. Shit. I don't even know if it's real. So I don't know. I didn't hear anything about okay. that. Katya, this is such an exciting day. You know why? Why is that, Craig? Well, because we are now partnering with FabFitFun. Not FabFitFun. Yes. That sounds fabulous. Oh my God, it is. It's fabulous. It's fit and it's fun, by the way. So they're true to their name. That sounds like a triple threat. It is indeed because they send you subscription boxes that house in it incredible lifestyle products, fashion products, and self-care products. And we are all about self-care, aren't we? All three of those. Absolutely. Exactly. So they're a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. That sounds like an incredible... Incredible deal. Doesn't it though? Everyone likes a gift. We're approaching the holidays. And you know what? Why don't you give a gift to yourself? Because FabFitFun is a great gift to yourself, don't you think? I love gifts to myself. 
Christmas time is a wonderful time for me to reflect on how much I love myself. I, and I appreciate that, you know? And that, so I, I raise a toast to you. And in the current box, the fall editor's box from FabFitFun, there's some incredible stuff like the Alfred, which you might know from L.A., Alfred L.A.'s ceramic and stainless steel teapot. There's also a terrific Hydra Repair Day Cream from Grown Alchemist. Then some lovely earbuds from Cobra, which are Bluetooth-enabled, of course, you know, for the modern lifestyle. Oh, yes, darling. And from Hollywood, California's Glam Glow, there's the Bubble Sheet Oxygenating Deep Cleanse Mask. And on top of that, you have a Cuccio Somatology Yoga Detox Bath. Ooh. You like yoga and you, we love detox. Love detox and love yoga. It sounds perfect. Couldn't be more perfect. And these are full-size products, no sample sizes, fantastic value, and many of the products' individual value is way more than the entire cost of the box. As a matter of fact, the total retail value of this fall box is over $275. Whoa. And the most exciting part is if you do sign up for FabFitFun today and get your Falls Editor box, you can get $10 off by using our code WV5. What code is that, Katya? That's WV5. That's right. And these boxes are in limited supply. They always sell out. And you can use the code WV5 to get $10 off your first box. So go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. And uh, that's over $200 of stuff for only $49.99, actually $39.99 with our deal. Damn, that's some good savings for some great self-care. Exactly. And by the way, just to make sure they got it clearly, what's the website they go to? I believe that's fabfitfun.com. You know what? I I have to agree with you on that. And again, the code is WV5. Get your $10 off and have some fab fit fun. Woo! Were there fights besides that little kitty girl? Hey, I think Katie girl. so. I mean, yeah. I've I didn't see anything with my fans. Mine are, you know, <laughs> well, of you know, fans so are me. very well behaved because they're afraid you're gonna quit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just always on edge, <laughs> just like me. Or yeah. you might expose them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. for that. Yeah, that's true. I've got that book of receipts just piling <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. No, I, I admittedly I must say that like my my fan base does have a connotation for being like whoa crazy, but like everyone's very patient, very yeah. kind and calm, and yeah. like there's a sense of they're probably camaraderie. just crazy on the internet. Hello. Yeah. You know, so there's <laughs> yeah. a good parallel here. Right, right, but right. um yeah, I mean there I'm sure there are definitely plenty of fights. And nothing will nothing will top the ultimate dragon fight for me though, which I believe was two years ago when you might be familiar with her because she's kind of from your region of drag. Oh. I don't think she's really working anymore, but when Ariola pushed Rubber Child yeah. Oh, oh, it happens? was everything. Really? Oh, yeah. So Rubber Child, Lisa Limba, and I, were, like, three of us were always, like, crackheads in tandem together, like, at DragCon. <laughs> sure. And that year specifically, I don't remember, like, what the reason there was, like, this beef. But okay. it was something where Ariola like, had some crazy chip on her shoulder about something Rubber said because I think Ariola like, said something stupid and Rubber oh, sure, R- Rubber's good about like putting a cork in someone and like <laughs> okay. having the last laugh and okay. just like shutting the shit down. Like, yeah. Really, no problem. Okay. And I guess Ariola like, felt some type of way about it and at Dragon like came, like made her, made a point of coming up to where our booth that year was and rubber lisa and a couple of our other friends were kind of congregating like to the side of it like in between where aisles were starting to like be different aisles Mm -hmm. and she went up to the circle and like comes up behind rubber and like body checked her and was like ah trash like just some like some petty like just not a drag con oh i know just like so unnecessary no wig snatch or nothing no she just pushed rubber and just like that and then we got her kicked out oh good yeah it was really that was fun and then she like pulled the whole like victim card online i was like okay girl just like you're in your 20s and you're 
pushing the yeah, evil yeah, yeah. Physically assaulting. Like, yeah, like, yeah. chill. Because he couldn't handle a snappy comeback. Now, is that in New York or L.A.? That was L.A. That was L.A. Yeah. Oh, damn, because she's from the East Coast coming all the way to L.A. Mm-hmm. just to get kicked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. a bummer. She was, like, doing, like, pro bono blogging or something like that. Oh, yeah. terrific. Yeah. It's yeah. a well, big future in that. There you go. Now, also, you had a hand in preventing someone else from coming to L.A. DragCon. Oh, who was it? What's her name? <laughs> Tyra Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Did How you get Tyra Sanchez? That wasn't... In? Well, no. She was Boo Boo the Fool and got herself blacklisted Didn't from Didn't the FBI Con. get on her case? Um, I think, like, maybe in a half-ass capacity. Oh. Because um, she was she making... She had a bomb counter? Yeah. And she, like, had, like... She was commissioning an artist to have, like, nuclear bomb smoke coming out of the LA Convention Center with her holding protest signs. Like, oh, like your Lord. Like, your art direction is quite, quite specific. <laughs> right. Like, it's it was just, like, a lot of energy. That is cuckoo kachoo. Yeah. yeah. The language used, too, in some of the posts. Troublesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think... It's just not something worth even taking the risk for of just like letting linger. And it's not like I didn't like have some like crazy rally moment like we need to get her banned. I just thought it was bullshit that yeah, like yeah. there was this lack of response in terms of there's going to be security. There will be heightened security, yeah. you know, just Why kind didn't of she focus her efforts towards like CPAC. <laughs> Or like a like a Republican national convention. Yeah, something that's actually doing some ill. Yeah, then you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just I think there's just a lot of um, she's just macro focused anger and resentment, and I I've said it before that I like wish her the best because yeah. I think she's got a lot of talent and yeah. could have a lot of success, but I don't think that if people aren't actively looking wanting or seeking out help from others then there's nothing that you can do and they're not willing to listen yeah um and it's not my position to tell someone what to do either so if she wants to act like boo boo the fool then let her act like boo boo Mm -hmm. the fool it's cool her and i just in general have a long-winded rivalry just over nothing Uh honestly honestly it's it's just nothing yeah Um, when did that start uh, 2015 (laughs) (laughs) to the point where like anytime prior to me living here like any if i were working at precinct downtown it would always come out of the woodwork that she would attend the show or she was in like in the audience and she would not make it known until after the show was done and like i'd be home like checking twitter at the airbnb that i'd be staying at and there was always like some passive comment made about me or like she posted a video like of one of my performances one time being like she's like i didn't have like quarters because i would have thrown them at her like i asked for like change at the bar like damn wow. like, like girl like get over it like that's yeah. weird like yeah. like i always go back to saying like you are an adult yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I know I act kind of kooky and stuff, but like <laughs> there's a level of couth and professionalism that sure. I do uphold when in like a professional setting. Yeah, and if we were to be in a room together, like I'd be cool. I'd have a conversation with you. But if you yeah. are literally seeking to come out and like intimidate me <laughs> at like a place of work, it's just a lot of effort. Yeah, wow. There's a lot of things you can do with your evening. Mm-hmm. Going to see the person that mm-hmm. you seemingly hate is mm-hmm. really kind of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But then it's really fun because then when I get to volley back online, I get a lot more traction out of it. And it's just more free promo. So yeah, That's the glass go. half full sort of nature that I, I notice with you, which is nice. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's always going to be press. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god speaking of which i'm a terrible press maker myself we spoke about the topic of not being paid but i have a gift for the both of you before oh. i forget oh, wow. i do let me just pull that out really oh quick. yes pull it out we always like that on the show when the guest pulls it out just gonna whip it out this is, this is my whip it out whip oh it god. out where's the album show us your clam <laughs> <laughs> the, the clam so, so i have it in very safe packaging Ooh. courtesy of miss fame Miss Fame. i was right? like i was gonna say that i i just did knew you it, get her little, little I did. it's cool right I'm so obsessed yeah miss fame did a beauty um uh 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 line line, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's the five lipsticks and a glitter and they're beautiful they are beautiful they're yeah. very and they're magnetic i'm yeah. about the magnetic yes. moment magnetic so moments. this is for each of you oh wow you each have your own hey bible girl oh fabulous this is lovely <laughs> This is lovely. You are a troll. I got you. This is you great. Are such a troll. We'll have, to, we'll have to wear these in the Patreon promo video. Absolutely. The, the running joke with my friends is that like that's the the MAGA hat of the drag industry now. <laughs> oh my god. But this I actually really like this hat. It's yeah, lightweight. It's really nice. It's lightweight. Thank it's a good you. color too. Pay Bible girl. Now, if someone wanted to buy one of these, where would they go? You can go to dragqueenmerch.com. Oh, and interesting. I've heard of that. Yes. yes. There are those as an option, these purple, yellow ones, and then there's a neon green oh my god beanie Boy, let's take a let's, ca- let's, just, let's just capture this moment this, for posterity this one is my favorite to kind of wear around the house just like have a cute little moment <laughs> just to pay bible girl <laughs> Roll moment around in the hay. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to throw a little beanie on so you're not cold going to the kitchen you know Whatever. and that's yeah that's yeah. all that's, that's so funny so when did you start drag queen merch i started drag queen merch at the end of I think 2014 math's mm-hmm. a bit of a blur mm-hmm. but that's just like inherent with drag as a career everything <laughs> kind of blurs together yeah. after a while so before the Tyra beef it was pre- yes it yeah. was pre-Tyra pre-beef. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> BT now would um, you ever would you ever sell one of Tyra's designs on your website of course yeah. I sell so many girls who have talked shit about me on the internet on, <laughs> yeah. like sure. it's just such an upper hand like whatever yeah. like yeah. like us right like yeah, yeah just please yeah you drag us all, yeah. all day long all day I got the receipt Mama. Um, yeah, so it started back in like end of 2014, but it was just for my own yeah. uh, merchandise because I felt that t-shirts were really the most important way to start people talk- getting yeah, to yeah. see my name uh-huh. sure. in some capacity that was beyond just a computer screen. Yeah, And um, so that's where I took all of my own merchandise. This was just BibleGirl666.com at that point, uh-huh. but like the genesis of the website. And so I took my own merchandise, which was like six different designs to DragCon LA number one. Mm. And that was, I wasn't even going to do it. And then my, one of my really good friends who lives here, Lindsay, she was like, you should really consider like doing a booth. Like I would help you out. And we had never met in person yet at that point. I was like, okay, like this seems like a viable, like, co- like idea. Yeah. And I was like, cool let's do it and so i committed to it and at that point my boyfriend had just moved to new york and that's when we had first started dating so he stayed back <clears throat> and i went and did it and was really blown away by just how i guess i think there i think it's a thing of timing and luck and position that i was in at the convention i was in a, i was in a corner where it kind of became a reservoir for lines that oh, were sure. wrapping around yeah. so there were people who weren't there for me but when people were coming to my booth um, people were seeing the interaction and seeing the experience that yeah. kind of was involved with 
what yeah. you got with my package. Yeah, you're giving a lot of wedgies, right? All the wedgies, <laughs> calling people fat, flicking their beans, like just slapping them a little too, oh, right? Just I mean, a yeah, little just bit. Little, yeah, just yeah. a nice amount. Stealing yeah. their money. Baby birding yeah. with yeah. you know my lunch. You know, just li- <laughs> little things go a long way with the fans, you know. Yeah. Um but so that that became uh something that I noticed was like a lot of onlookers mm-hmm. and um the experience itself wasn't performative. It it felt like, oh, like I had, you know, it was like, I'm very on edge. Like why? I don't want people to think I'm a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, so uh, the experience was really great though, because at the end of day one, I sold out of all of the merchandise. Oh, wow. Cause I, my mentality was like, well, who the fuck am I? Like, I don't need to bring so many things. And, um, yeah, so Sunday kind of became just like the free-for-all. Everyone who had a bunch of anxiety at the convention and had a pleasant experience with me the day prior kind of knew that they could just kind of swing on by my booth and sure. just get a wedgie. Chill. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just just like some affirmational, <laughs> you know, over-the-head kind of wedgie. You have a handsome package. They wanted to get involved with it. That's, Always. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, with a pretty bow on top. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was. that's kind of where it really started to steamroll and domino effect. And I think... With the help of something like DragCon being a vehicle to have something physical for people to see yeah. and understand as an operation, because um, I feel like e-commerce can be people are like apprehensive about sometimes. Even myself as a consumer, I can be. So um, that was something that was to the benefit. I feel like to the website for people to be seeing that there was quality behind it sure. and there was actual introspective from industry also at the helm too. So it wasn't yeah. like the super over corporatized, um, opportunistic, uh, brand trying to yeah. just make a quick buck, so mm-hmm. to speak. Sure. Um, yeah. So you guys have a lot of girls on the roster in terms of merchandise. Do, do you know how many, do you know, do you know how many, I think it's like ballpark 250, wow. 250 uh-huh. drag queens. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Just kind of across the board, all kinds of clout. Different, wow. Yeah. Because this stuff is print to order. So like you could mm-hmm. put up a design and it doesn't have to like, there's no, it doesn't have to sell. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's like sure. there's no, you don't have to order like a thousand t-shirts and then, right. Wow. Mm-hmm. 250. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And the internal maintenance of the website has really only gotten more and more like uh necessary just in terms of things that we have to input on the back end whether it's my boyfriend and i like making designs or putting things into the website and just trying to stay on top of that on top of being such a small operation and getting ready for things like drag con or drag world and so that's kind of where it's an interesting balancing act too is having to play these months in advance strategy games for like convention season on top of like having these real-time like (laughs) inputting orders and yeah. payroll and so because sure. realistically we're such a small team it's like five of us who are mm. super immediate to the website uh-huh. and that's myself my boyfriend my mom my dad and like my brother and yeah. then outside yeah. of that it's so like, it really is like a little family business it is yeah. yeah um and i got a lot of just kind of my merchandising and graphic background knowledge from my dad mm-hmm. and i was just super into photoshop as a kid and that sure. really translated over and my mom does a lot of like shipping out of the house based where they are in long island like mm-hmm. for any overflow merchandise we have whether it's from drag con or girls who have had bulk orders that have just kind of been needing to kind of get purged over the course of time and so anything that's ordered on the website that we have stock of immediately is then shipped from the home on long island or from that some from somewhere on long island in this town that they live in and then um 
So it involves like packaging and shipping that stuff out. Yeah. So it can get very like very home basey. Like like I I mentioned it later uh, earlier, so it's probably going to be buzzwordy throughout the rest of the conversation. But very grassroots, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, a, sure. yeah. it's yeah, that yeah. kind of whole scenario. But it's fun, and I'm very grateful and lucky with how that is because that's how we operate at DragCon too. It's like such yeah. a it's like everyone kind of flocks in and takes on the entire operation yeah. at large. And also working with you guys has been terrific. It's, Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really real fun pleasure. working with you guys as well. It's it's good to work with people where there's such an immediate like synergy of communication and sure, everyone yeah, knows yeah. what's up. It's very clear cut. Yeah, and, that's another great um, thing about it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just enjoy people who just know what they want. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is I nice, know what I want. I know what I want. I <laughs> wanted it yesterday. <laughs> cool. Um uh, w- will you give me a wedgie? <laughs> yeah, a drop trowel right now, Mama. Does he have to buy a shirt? I Is think that... it'd be funny if you just gave um, if you at the the booth at DragCon, if you just slapped <laughs> kids and gave them wedgies. Kids were asking for me to pose like I was choking them. Had, <laughs> I, there were kids who were like laying on the ground asking for my foot on their face. Like, oh really? Like, there's this whole Bible girl as a bully narrative that I oh, like. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, I that's love fun. it. Yeah. I've totally yeah. embraced it. It's so silly. <laughs> you should do a super soaker. You know, the, the oh, soup. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. 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 In their mouths. Oh my God. I'm going to put like ginger ale in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like Jack Daniels. Oh. Or yeah. Jack and Ginger. Yeah. Just there you there go. You go. Just yeah. get them, get all those little kids drunk mm-hmm. and then, and then kick the shit out of them. <laughs> and then have them See, I was out. thinking just have like yeah. a little pilot light yeah. at the end of yeah, it. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, security, this 12 year old girl is drunk. Please kick her out of the convention. Her then, cat is wasted. Yeah, yeah. And then pull her underwear over her head and then give her a nice kick in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Show her the way out. Yeah. Oh my God. That kitty girl. Yeah, she sure did have a little kitten that was uh, in a stroller. I guess so. What was she saying that the cat needed to get up front first because the cat needed well, it to. Was a, I think it was a therapeutic yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, that I get. Yeah. But I was trying to oh. figure out, like, what did she have that necessitated her getting to the front of the line? Like, what was the rest oh, of the story? Oh, I don't know that she got to the front of the line. But she was trying to. She I was trying think, to. I think anxiety. If, if. I think it was the. I oh, think anxiety. Was anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Mama, yeah, yeah. look around you. No, there's no one with anxiety at Drycon. Literally, no. everybody has it. Like, all have, I have anxiety. Yeah, sure. Put, put me at the front of the line. Get me out of here. Totally. <laughs> like, it's yeah. It's it's such a fun experience, but like, and I'm. This is not to diminish anyone's specific anxieties by any means. I think I'd like to diminish yours, bitch. Diminish me so bad. It hurts so good. No, it's like I feel like it's such a sensory overload experience that like there's that moment where you walk out of the hotel room and you're you just kind of like have to galvanize yourself a little yeah. bit and yeah take that deep breath like i can't okay. i can't imagine there's um because i i this but gigs especially that there are people sure. who are like um who have legitimate like really crazy anxiety social anxiety and all that stuff and they come see the girls that come see me and they they wait through the the packed house and like the the long meeting greet lines and the chaos mm-hmm. and i'm like how did you do that how did you do that? That's insane. Like I, yeah. that's incredibly impressive mm-hmm. to me. And this, right. even like drag con, especially there's so many people and so much stimulation. Yeah. Just to like gird your loins. Yeah. 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 It's very, Fight it's, it's it. a lot. Yeah. But I, the couple of times <clears throat> there, there was, um, the parents, it's not the kids. It's like the parents who get a little, 
I don't know, like suspicious <laughs> because they're like, my daughter has extreme anxiety mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. needs to get, and then the daughter's crying and I'm like, well, <laughs> Chris literally had like a verbatim experience. Yeah, like this, it's, so it's just it's, funny that you're explaining yeah, it this and way. And I'm like, yes. do you have a, do you have a psychiatrist note or it's like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But because I just know that like half the people in line are also like, really anxious and then weirdos and like we're all the same you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's we're why everyone flocks together yeah. 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 Right. yeah 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 what the parents should do is like is like listen i would i wish i could have done in some cases then in a few cases like all right lady let me level with you <laughs> what's really going on here <laughs> <laughs> what's the grease yeah. ma <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what kind of grift are we trying to run here because uh if they, if I see your child is crying, I, that, and I'm sorry about that, mm-hmm. but I also see a mother who does not want to waste her time in a line. So uh, we got one way to to fix this situation, and that's Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You got like, a kite, I yeah, got a yeah, key. Yeah, you got you got you got a little green stack for me, baby. You know? You're a caring parent. You want to yeah. make sure your child's fears are assuaged. Yeah. Let's make sure you pay for of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do anything it takes. Let's make sure my pockets are comfortable yeah. to ensure that your child yeah. is as yeah. well. Please. I'm sitting yeah. a lot. I'd like to pad a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These pockets are feeling very anxiously empty. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I but I had a. I felt bad one year. I had a line. It was on Mother's Day. Oh, that's the uh, that's the anxiety the alarm. Pizza? Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, what the hell? Sorry about that. It went right to the speaker. I'm exposed now. Exposed <laughs> and happened. dragged. Not so early in the exposed episode. Exposed and dragged. So you had this one um, incident. Well, I they I had a fast pass line for people mm-hmm. who didn't on one day for people who didn't want to wait in line and it was like forty extra dollars and sure. it was on Mother's Day. So all the mothers like were like yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta, oh, that's, like that's I gotta drag move. my yeah. kid. Like and I felt so I was like, oh my God. On Mother's Day, all these kids made their moms go to DragCon. Um, <laughs> but don't feel bad though, because you're helping them get out there faster. Well, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. True. And so, but you know, now I, I it's just. But yeah. you brought families together on Mother's Day. Think about it that way. That's right? Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Sure. It is yeah, beautiful. that is it's very really touching I'm, and I'm poignant. Touched. Yeah, yeah, very, very touching. Yeah. You got the single tear yeah. rolling. Yeah, down. you know. Thank yeah. you for noticing. I appreciate that. <laughs> I try to keep it subtle. I don't want to yeah. overdo it. Yeah. What do you think about the fast passes? You think that's a grift? You think that's a con? I don't know that con is the right word, but you yeah. think it's unfair. I, I don't I, you think it's shady. I don't like them. Shifty. I don't okay. like them. I'm okay. someone who I think. But what about it? Um, what about it? Uh, Disneyland, whatever. So I went, to, I went to Six Flags the other day, uh, a while ago and we got a, we got like the super duper ultra fast pass. Yeah. And it was like a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I would never go back any other way. So therefore, it was worth it to you. Are you kidding and me? At the same point, to someone, yeah, who we is, walked right yeah. through all the lines yeah. to the very front, and we're like, you I know. agree, but there are definitely like a lot of logistical differences. Like the machines don't need brakes; they don't need to step sure. away. You know, there are like a lot yeah, of things yeah. that like are different in terms of like time consumption. And I right. feel like um, with something like going to Six Flags with this Fast Pass, like because I'm someone like from Florida, like trust me, Universal Studios down Fast Pass, for, forget about it. Like, yeah, yeah. No like, I, like I would way. never ever go. No, with, no, no, without no other it. way. Never, because I mean, you're you're there. 
to ride the rides, not ride the lines. But I feel exactly, like yeah. I feel like something like DragCon that's kind of one of those nature of the beast situations, though. Like that is the experience is like having that build up and excitement of then you get to the queen. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I think there's a different there's a lot of different elements to it that make it what it is, and that's something for like me personally. Like I try to make my booth experience something that's as smooth and efficient, but still something that's like warm for people to come into. Yeah. So like yes, I will like the past two drag convention experiences that we've had together, both New York and then drag world have been the busiest that I've been like ever in my entire drag career, like at conventions and something that, anyone that's ever come to my booth space always knows that I do take my time that like you'll get a good five minute chunk of time and I will be there. Like I'll take maybe like two to three breaks max a day Mm -hmm. for about maybe 30 minutes, but I will get to everybody. And like, that's the thing. And so like when it goes back to me saying like my fans are super patient, when I say I will be back, they go, okay. And they they sit, they just sit and chill. And like, that's fine because they know they're going to get exactly what they know they're going to get out of it. And so like, I'm very big on consistency with it. Like I can be marred in like sleep deprivation and just like my own personal anxieties with just being in such like a, I guess for lack of a better word, like an aggressive social setting um, on top of having to be on. um, And the fact that like they're cool with that is really neat. And like, I love being able to meet parents and like talk with them and level with them too. So um, I don't know. I think, I think not doing the fast pass thing eliminates a lot of, I guess, interpersonal dramas that could happen within my own booth area because people know that there's just, they're going to get the exact same thing that every other single person is going to get. And it's more democratic. Yeah. And I think as long as like, as someone who's always been very openly communicative with people online, I feel like with translating that in a convention space too, where it's like, I just will whisk by everyone and like not act purposefully aloof, but like if I have to go pee, I'll be like, pee break, like give me a couple of minutes. I gotta like get out of this shit. Like it'll <laughs> yeah, give me a second. Yeah. If you keep it real with everybody, like they're so much like more like chill and yeah. responsive rather than kind of keeping the wool over everyone's eyes. And mm. so um, I think the experience can really be like what you, if, if you're as in control as you can be, with it and like i think again open communications it just makes it a lot easier so fast passes i think in certain situations can make a lot of sense but i think i think in when it comes down to meeting drag queens at a drag convention i don't know that it's efficient i i think if i think it's or fair really because yeah what you were describing yeah it's i don't know it's like it goes it's it's a very gray area i Mm -hmm. feel like it can go a lot of different ways um but i feel like if you're, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, I feel like my experience is so different from yours because you have such a, a such a much different scale of saturation in terms of who's coming to you and like what your line is. So I just have like four hours in line, man. It's a long time. No, I know, I know. But like, but people are there for you. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, people build that. People strategize their days based upon the fact that they know that there's going to be that wait time. That's and like right, something, true. something that I've noticed even is that like I'll get this trickle effect where people have been waiting all day long for someone like you or for Trixie and because I always make a point to be like oh how are you what have you done who have you yeah. met have you been excited and it's like oh yeah I waited four hours in X line and I'm like but that was worth it right and they go yes it was the best thing ever so like people don't mind it I think there's definitely a sensationalism in the oh I can't believe it's going to be four hours but people always do enjoy the experience right. the and also sure. they get to they get to make friends with each other in line it's not like they're just yeah. in the lunch line being you know yeah. miserable yeah, yeah people get to connect those 
spaces to usernames yeah. and avatars yeah, sure. and like yeah. that makes the world feel a lot less big and kind of makes people feel a lot more gravitated to like normalization yeah. you know so i think the experience can overall be a very positive one for everyone did you get to shop at all because the one thing i always get upset about I is not being able to, to shop yeah i never get there's to. some cool ass shit there i was I walking know. through i yeah. always want to i like i just always have to like feed my makeup addiction and like <laughs> i just never get around to getting the good deals it's always kind of upsetting but yeah. it's probably better for my wallet to <laughs> yeah. be honest <laughs> i'm yeah. buying enough kylie cosmetics on the day-to-day <laughs> <laughs> kylie cosmetics oh my god sister i swear by kylie cosmetics yeah? oh yes snake oil consider this my official endorsement of kylie marie With- elizabeth <laughs> and jenner's <laughs> really is it line. good oh it's fabulous there's some hit or misses okay but like a lot of the eyeshadow palettes recently have been really amazing i love her highlighter formulas and the, there's like this one product called a wet set where like literally it feels like wet sand oh. when you touch it and it's like in a quad palette and it's like the most beautiful like liquid kind of looking highlight and just you look like a, oh. a real girl as the, the children say <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't i don't know is it expensive uh, it's, it's not yeah. like the most idyllic like price point, but yeah. it's, I I like it. You get what you pay for, you know. Yeah, she really she really got rich off that shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Miss wow. uh, Miss KKW also. I love Kim Kardashian's beauty line too. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. That little, good. little contour palette. Mm-hmm. Is that what she's got? Contour palette. She's got contour palette. The contour sticks or whatever. But I do love a good powder contour palette okay. for sure. Okay. What else? Um getting ready to expose anyone <laughs> yeah who's on the docket for exposure well the last person i exposed was the australian promoter i okay. leaked his phone number on twitter you did not i have had who cares he owes tens of thousands of dollars to yeah, people exactly. including myself so he I, can shove yeah. it yeah if you didn't want that sort of thing to happen you don't fuck people over on a large scale uh, yeah did it, you get the authorities involved of course I okay did. good yeah. yes uh i mean even to the point of where like i was essentially told that there were should take him to drag court. I was told that there are like international <laughs> statutes that basically protected him. I couldn't get anything. Like I was going through fair, wow. fair trade stuff and yeah. trying to talk to different people. And even through like when the Sydney Herald newspaper reporter had called me, he had told me that he had already been following up through like police. Give vanity by wigs by vanity to go kick the shit out of him. <laughs> Strangle him with a, with a new barrier. Is it oh Karen from finance God. down there yeah, as well? Yeah. Hello. I know. Karen from finance No calling. one knows where he is though that's oh, the he's thing on he's the like lamb. he's like full-on like gone like osama underground you know <laughs> but that this drag court though because uh you went there right Brian? is that a so thing I, well i think sure. it's a, it's a judge shady rudy. underground yeah so tell me about judge rudy <laughs> judge rudy um <laughs> she'll get you the money you deserve <laughs> drag court but when she's in a bad mood though mm-hmm. yeah look she, out she'll stick it to you smite you yeah. yeah put you in drag jail uh, yeah yeah, because you were should... in Twitter jail, right? For I, w- Twitter I was jail. Yeah. I was in Twitter jail for the perfect amount of time. For what, tw- and what was that for? For leaking his phone number, someone reported. Oh, because so... that's harassment. <sighs> yes, yes, <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah that's maybe harassment. so. Um, I do. I am privy, and the fan base does know this. That hell will be risen once I step aboard an airplane. That's, what? I, I have I what? have what? I have what? this I have this habit of creating I create these firestorms on Twitter the second I'm on plane Wi-Fi. Oh, I see. It's oh, like it's I like see. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your that's your trigger. That's you yeah, get, yeah, yeah. It okay. really gets the blood pumping. Okay. You know, no, it's it's not every time, but there 
Pav- Pav- Pavlovian conditioning okay. to a thing. <laughs> Just get all riled up in the yeah, clouds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Something yeah. about the air pressure, okay. 50,000 feet in the air. You, well, you just need to put on The Incredibles too and just put that phone down at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was it was basically, I was it was the day where I was basically told, you know, it's time to move on. We're not going to oh. be getting you the money. I was like, oh. well, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll go nuclear. Yeah, exactly. I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know, and like, because trust me, I, I understand like the repercussions of posting like someone's phone number and information and all okay, that sure. um so they put you in twitter jail and then how long were you off at twitter they didn't 12, 12 hours just in time for me to wake oh. up for day one of dragcon new york oh, that's it. Get my promo oh, that's it. so you got to yeah. essentially quit twitter oh, you were the original quitter of twitter oh, you quit twitter yeah. and good for bingo. you yeah um do you ever get locked out of instagram for posting sexy photos I've not been no. I've been locked out of Instagram when they deleted my Instagram. Oh, what did last year? I posted a like a South Park clip of Blame Canada to promote the show that I was doing in Canada, and uh-huh. I think there was like a copyright violation oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. And they deleted my Instagram. Wow, and, like like that's indefinitely. Harsh. Yeah, and it was just like it was just like not fun i didn't have it for a week but that's how the secondary account that i have now kind of came oh, okay yeah because it's very difficult to get their customer service mm-hmm. oh it surely is it took it took for me to have an article on like hornet <laughs> oh <my laughs> with, like a quote from alaska and then to be like oh okay and then literally the day after that article went live is when my account came back yeah it's so weird yeah. they're they're notoriously hard to get a hold of that's right because you were locked out of yours weren't you? yeah for like months jesus christ yeah, yeah that's that such was a lovely. shitty feeling and that was great little break though <laughs> that's lovely. true i just hate the idea of like if it's someone else who like has control of my account uh, like yeah, if someone yeah, else yeah. is in it you know what i mean oh, right. sure yeah, yeah. Hi, it's Trixie Mattel, also known as <laughs> Bernice. I'm sitting in my room here in Los Angeles, just mm, settling in for the evening. And I just wanted to sit down and, you know, pop a few chewable airborne before I wind down. Have myself a half-eaten, light and fit yo play yogurt, eaten without a spoon. And um, I just wanted to ask, are you... <laughs> Are you gay? I always like to know if a guy is gay. And it just seems like you're gay. You know, you wear barrettes. You know, you wear, you know, you you wear a polished shoe. Sometimes you'll do a middle part with two hair clips and you'll introduce yourself as Nancy, even though I know for a fact that your name is Francine and you've been on the run for years. Um, You know, but are you, are you gay? And, um... You know, I'm a long-time caller, first-time listener, and I'll take my question off the air. Thank you. You know, we were talking about Chris before. How did you and Chris meet? So he reached out to me over Facebook in, like, it was, like, February of 2015, end of February. And I guess he was kind of, like, a very casual fan of mine, not, like, a drag super fan, just kind of followed me loosely. And uh, we weren't friends on Facebook, but he had reached out. He said, hey, I'm moving out to New York in, like, a month, but uh, I am like love what you do. I'd love to yeah. take you out for a drink. And at that point, like, getting male attention was so fucking hard. Like, starting out sure. as a drag queen, because, like, sure. even at that point, it was still a little taboo to be dating a drag queen, toxic masculinity and all that. Sure, People not sure. really sure how to, like, wade in those waters. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, absolutely. Like, yeah. here, like you're so cute. Absolutely. Here's my number, please. Yeah, yeah. And we were pretty much in communication every day from that point onward, whether it was like texting here or there, or we do like the occasional FaceTime or like yeah. phone call, just such base. 
And when he moved, he moved to New York City April 1st. And where did he move from? Uh, Salt Lake City. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was Is he like... Mormon? No, thank God. Oh. Um, well, you're a little disappointed, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I've just heard so many like Mormon <laughs> horror stories from him. And it's just like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then be, we go to Salt Lake every year for Christmas, too. So it's just like I'm That's in the thick of it. It's so cute. His yeah. parents are so amazing. His brother, too. And it's really picturesque for that time of year, right? It's so beautiful. They yeah. live like oh, right yeah. in the mountains. And it's like always like a white Christmas, too. Lovely. It's really awesome. But whenever we actually come into salt lake the airport um there's always a bunch of like mormon people welcoming back the missionaries from like all of their trips like with posters just like gaggles of children running everywhere all hopped up on sugar all of them all of them pixie stick lines for days (laughs) um but so yeah so he moved to new york and we met up the same day that he moved on april 1st he like he was like subletting out of like a brooklyn apartment but we met on a corner in soho because i was going to take him to this place that like i love going to for lunch and we met up and we went back to my place and he never left. That's and that's beautiful. like literally it. Like literally from day one, he literally just like, that was it. You just wow. knew kind of. It just was, it was just really thing. one of those yeah. super. Have you guys had sex yet? <laughs> I mean, it's only through the sheet. <laughs> just through the sheet. <laughs> have, uh, you, have you considered having sex with him yet? <sighs> you know, I would wait. I would wait. <laughs> yeah, I would wait. Yeah. wait another couple of years. Um, so what do you think? Five or six years? I think seven is, years is a good seven years. The seven is, year yeah. itch. That's why they call it the seven oh, you're year right. itch. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> my, do- my doctor told me that was just me getting old or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because after seven years, you really start to wonder. I wonder what would it be like to have sex with someone? Just, just yeah. to get the little. Yeah. Just the tip. So yeah. I'm excited for you to experience that one Thank day. Thank you. Yeah. Something tells me that it's really going to be worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. You I just get that feeling. Mm-hmm. You just kind of know. You yeah. know, that's the great thing. Just the great tingle. And how old are you? I just turned 25 two weeks ago oh my god happy birthday thank you oh happy birthday thank you and how old is he 27 oh great yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he'll be ready soon. <laughs> yeah. Soon, soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, we'll lose the Mormon virginity at 30, right? Just, <laughs> do they wear those pants? Those magic underwears? Yeah, the underwears. Chastity underwear? Do they really do that? Like the one with like the, like the yeah. padlock and key? Not the well, padlock. No, no, they have these <laughs> these they other have... ones. I heard about this when Ricky Schroeder was interviewed on. Which uh, ones? He, uh, they're magic underwear, they call them. Yeah, yeah I l- mean, Let's look it up. They're like... They're like uh, they look like long johns kind of do they have like an alarm that like (laughs) (laughs) they don't look terribly magical i gotta say they don't look magical they look very humdrum of course there's that mormon porn I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen, seen a few the, of Have you them. seen the Mormon porn? They're it's like, very like Mormon something, some more sexy Mormon or Mormon. Hot Mormon? Yeah, something like it's that. It's very But it's odd. weird because they're like, it's like daddy son stuff. Yeah. Because it's oh, like these yeah. Mormon um, teachers or, or, or cult figures and then like... Um, than like the boys it's very weird and there's like a third entity like always standing in the corner yeah, of the room it's, it's very, very strange it's, it's very, very and they're weird. like they're they're they um are kind of like i don't know how to describe it <laughs> there's always a white button-down shirt yes, the uniform like, amongst all of them sure, like sure. inspecting yeah. them yeah they like inspect yeah them, it's like, like a tsa checkpoint oh yeah like to see if they're clean or something 
kind of all white room, all white room, and then like they're on a table and like on all fours, like a horse. What's the discussion like? Is it very sort of like clinical, or is it familial as you describe? I don't know what the discussion is. It's typically like this whole they walk into the room. There's a quick like one two dialogue, and then they know that they just have to cut to a chase or editing at least knows this much. So the narrative that's included is the very like you know the Father and the Holy Spirit. You know you have to be. And they do the whole like cross across the chest thing to yeah. like the boy. Yeah. It's just it's very like regressive familial <laughs> incestuous strange. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's very uncomfortable. I just like it popped up on the feet. I was like, yeah. I gotta see it. I yeah. was like, not, what is this yeah, about? Not yeah. as good as Scandal in the Vatican part two. Oh no, that's, that's oh. your favorite. That's is that- Bellamy. Uh-huh. No, Bellamy and, really went that route, huh? Oh yeah, good for them. Yeah, scandal in the Vatican, and um, <laughs> too topical. Too, too, yeah, too. That's right, yeah. And um, did it solve all the plot things that was <laughs> yeah. left unanswered in the number one? Sure I hope did. so. Good, it sure did. And I gotta tell you, those Bellamy models have huge dongs. I know, huge dongs. What a world those Bellamy boys huge live in. Dongs. What's the deal with the Bellamy boys? They're Eastern European. Okay. Um, it's a wonderful niche to get in. Yeah, it's like they're all Bellamy guys are all very young and smooth for the most part, mm-hmm. twinkish, but a lot of them are quite muscular. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they just got huge dongs. Yeah, just huge, like huge. uncircumcised, huge, like juicy giant dicks, dicks. You know, like huge, they're always just giant like dicks. Pink, One like. of them. <laughs> and then they did. They famously did a while ago um, a series, uh, a twin cest. Oh series. yeah, okay, sure. That's with, gorgeous. With um, yep, these uh, two guys who are brother, very identical twins, <laughs> like, very identical, yeah, very no mistake about that, <sighs> yeah. And um, and they were fucking and sucking each other, and then um, they were with one guy who had the biggest dick I've ever seen on a human being. Really, Stop. it was like it looked like a fucking cannon. <laughs> It was huge. See, I, uh, I love that. It was crazy. <laughs> he was like average. You put me in the mood, Brian. <laughs> average looking guy, like not even very attractive. And then just, and then like kind of skinny and then bam. I love when it's someone who's like huge, unconventionally like giant attractive. Uh-huh, and then yeah. like, yeah. And then surprise, even yeah, better. It's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. unpacking stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> Tales of Taboo, it was called. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. The Taboo oh. thing is a whole big. The twin set. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so then you started working together with Chris. <laughs> we did, yes, yes, yes. It's slowly. It's so how slowly... do you how do you do that? How do you manage a, a a romantic relationship that becomes also professional? Um, I think it's a very big stroke of luck here because uh, uh-huh. I think his personality is. Um, I nag on him and call him impatient all the time, but for someone who can put up with me the way he does, he's pretty fucking patient. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, I would say that. Uh, he has a great marketing background okay. with, just with like college and stuff. Oh, and so like, he's someone who's, he's good at keeping me in check. I can get like a little off the beaten path sometimes. And like, how so what, what would be an example of that? Um, I like, I get macro focused on one project at a time. So like sure. when we spread ourselves a little thin, I like get a little overwhelmed. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I can't yeah. compute this. Sure, sure. And then he can just kind of be like, Zach, like, it's really not that fucking hard. And just, like, uh, just kind of knock some sense back into me. But he's always great for second opinions on things, too, or what tweets to not send out, which tweets oh. to save us draft. So there's, sure. you know, it's 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 good. Uh, he definitely, there's, it's 
work and romantic it all kind of it blurs there's i think people say keep it separate but in mm-hmm. our certain circumstance it really is so all-encompassing because we work out of the house yeah. right. we're just kind of in it at all times yeah. so so when you're working together are you both naked there have been no, well hey if I'm you're gonna kidding. ask we have been <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the file folders oh, yeah. you know yes. <laughs> oh, there's nothing disclosed <laughs> is this full disclosure <laughs> oh my god smoke machine oh my god well that's just the joint that I have perpetually sitting there in my go. ashtray there you go so it's much better now being in California oh my being god. a weed fan oh yeah you can just I'm walk into the weed store walk away from the dispensary in my neighborhood oh, ooh, that's, that's great. a game Changer. Did you just yeah. go wild when you first got there buying everything? No, um, because like, well, I get very anxious when I'm on the spot with like a bud tender, so I'm like, oh, oh I'll okay. have a couple grams of that and I'm good. But I got very <laughs> brave last week and I got, I just like mixed and matched a bunch of like different ones. It's like, this sounds good. And like, yeah. they saw I had my punch card, so I felt a little confident that like they see I'm a regular, so I can sure. like, I can act this type of way sometimes yeah, now. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's fabulous. Um, you do the edibles? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Getting through DragCon, edibles are the only way, Mama. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. yes. Oh, yes. Go. That was always like such like an incentive for DragCon LA was knowing that like if I didn't somehow get a hold of them like prior to the event, there were gonna be kids bringing them to me. Sometimes grandmas too who bake them themselves. Wow, oh, that's yeah. adorable. Very fabulous. Yeah, that's great. Now, would you give the grandma a wedgie? Like you let her go. Frontal wedgie only. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just. Right up that crack yeah. of that dry pussy. <laughs> it wedges a lot easier, which is oh nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, plus you don't have rectal trouble at that age. It's actually a much more devastating condition. Oh, as long God. as you're taking your Boniva, you should be, you should be just uh, fine. Just oh, fine. God. So remember that, grandmas. Who I'm going to see you kick the shit out of a grandma. I'm just going to cunt punt you at DragCon. Yeah. Like, hey, Granny, I'm going to kick you right in the pussy. <laughs> well, that'd be good because that'll be an enforced break you have to take from the... Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. If I have to say, if I have to hug one more kid, I'm going to kick some Granny in the pussy. Wait, so th- this will be my formal request on this podcast for DragCon LA. Anyone who's listening here, if you have a grandmother who's going to be coming to DragCon with yeah. you, yeah. please bring her to my booth. If she is down with the clown, yeah. I will take a video. Tell your grandmother to her face that I will kick her in the pussy. <laughs> or better yet, I will kick her in no, the no, pussy. No, better yet, have your grandmother kick Bible girl right in the pussy. Oh, it's a two-way street always. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. never expect Maybe anything at the but same that. time. As long as there's video rolling. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god. Yes, yeah. there will be memes. Get that granny's gifts. fucking shoe up this I want, rotted beast's cunt. I want a square toe up this padded pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you so go. So bad. You're just hungry for an orthopedic shoe yeah, right yeah. after the We snatch. need that yeah. rock that <laughs> That Rocklin or that Ked or that Easy Spirit wedged Easy up of Bible Girl's fucking pussy. If we're West Coast, we might get lucky with a little Birkenstock. Yeah, a little Birkenstock. But then you get a then you get a, a bunion and an ingrown toenail. They might be wearing a sock with it though. That's right. No. Nice thick no socks. Sock. No, they get you get you get a big old bunion fishnet sock with a lacquered corn chip toenail ripping at your pantyhose. Just jaundiced. Yep. So yellow. Yep. Maybe they also punch you. <laughs> God willing. The, yeah. gonna, that granny is going to kick you in the pussy and punch you in the neck. I want well, and while Miss Cracker holds me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it drag any other um, any other beefs or nemeses you got there? You well, get, you get along with the girls or oh, oh Cracker? You don't yeah, like her? Cracker. What's, the What's deal up with that? The, yeah. Well, I get I love getting along with the girls, but uh, Cracker. 
I'm indifferent to oh. at this point. But well, I think she's just like a rude bitch. You, oh, you guys, but you oh, obviously yeah. had some kind of incident. Oh yes. Oh you um, did. Oh yes. I, I can totally extrapolate for you. That would be yeah. Why Let's not? Do right? that. Let's right. do that. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So spill the tea, <laughs> mama. <laughs> sure. It's it's a little lukewarm at this okay. point. But. Oh, does everybody know already? Uh, to a degree, but I think I think having it not through a channel of okay. 140 characters of less makes a lot easier. Well, what happened? So this is 2016. So this is. Oh my God, these beef are old legacy as old These as are rotting time beefs. brian rotting beefs um, age season beefs so this is back before she was on drag race then oh yes but i was strategizing oh. on this one knowing very full and well that she was planning on being a drag ra- on drag race at some point so okay. i was like I'll just, I'll just toy with this one okay um so 2016 it's like right as bob had just gotten back all the girls from season eight had just gotten back from filming uh-huh and she has that Sunday party at Monster Bar Look Queen. Uh-huh. And so I had a friend who had texted both, excuse me, Chris and I, and was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I have a friend in from out of town. Um, he, do you, like, he is a stoner. Do you have weed? If you do, could you bring it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll bring a couple joints. Like, well, Kiki, it'll be a cute night. Like, whatever. It'll be fine. Um, so I, we, I'm getting ready. I'm putting on like a boy beat and uh, our friend Chris and my friend Lindsay, she texted us being like, I'm pretty sure crackers like talking shit about you on Caitlin's Snapchat story. And Caitlin is in like the Caitlin time for dinner. Caitlin, okay. who I had a pretty solid rapport with. And like, I was friends. Like I'm fr- like, I was friendly with her. She would, she lived in DC at the time. We would like come up for certain events. And whenever I saw her it was always like super cordial. Sure. We get photos and always be like a cute, like key moment, whatever. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I was like, I don't follow her on. Snap. Like I'm not in that world, but feel free to send us that video if <laughs> if you do so wish to and sure. um she did and so it was it was nothing like super deep just like oh this is strange for never have meeting cracker before oh, yeah yeah um and so it was a video of cracker getting ready for a gig i wasn't sure which one i was assuming at that point she would end up at look queen just because of her jason c to bob and um it was her like looking in the mirror being like you know it's like i was saying bible girls just like so talented she's just like really good at drag and like with caitlin holding the camera like cackling maniacally behind the camera just like just such a very like pointed scenario where it's just like okay and i wasn't offended because i'm like oh wow someone who has something to say about me like oh for real yeah you're no stranger like this is so novel yeah Yeah. it was just nothing like that really rocked my boat and i was like like i'm still gonna go out like i really don't care like i'm not gonna start a fight with anyone i just think it's just like an i it was just like okay that's like noted i'll put that in the back of my brain like i see you whatever yeah so we went to the show we went to the bar and like bob and i have always been cool so like i saw bob that was what it was super chill she picked me up gave me a big old hug so like there was no like interpersonal dialogue about me i don't think or like she wasn't like because she's she's not someone who was like fake or ingenuine that would like put on some act that like she liked me you know what i mean like that's just not how she is and um so the first set of the show had happened and we were all just kind of mingling still at the bar it was like five or six of us and who would, were all like kind of congregating together and the queens were all making their rounds doing the hosting like saying hello to everyone and the intermission and she came up to me and like <laughs> did this whole it was so like performative <laughs> and just like like now 
Are you Miss 666? It is such a pleasure to meet you. I'm such a huge fan. And Uh like extended her hand out to like shake my hand and like did this whole thing. And I was just like, yeah, like I'm Zach. Like nice to meet you. I kept like, I kept it super cute because again, like what the fuck am I going to do? Like you did like you, like you kick her in the pussy. I really wish she would just kick me in the pussy. (laughs) I wish she would too. You know what? Um, did it feel like it was maybe you were being baited? I mean, I didn't feel like I was being baited. I just, it felt like it was just so passe, like mean girls, petty, oh, like, gotcha. you know, just kind of, it was like that three way phone call, like kind of, oh, you know, that yeah, kind of, that's yeah, like yeah. kind of what it felt like in that like sure. scheme of things. Because then we had that interaction and she started going off and doing her thing with other people. And then Caitlin came up and did it to me also. And, and this like is someone act- who you'd had a pr- previously yeah, so a good... Like, yeah. I acted dumb and just said, hey, like, nice to see you, like, whatever, and just mm. kept it passive and moving because it's not my show. It's not my spectacle. I'm not coming to a bar to make someone feel like they're not, like, like, like they're threatened in their own space, yeah. like, because that wasn't the point of why I was going out in the first place. And... So like I went home that night after the show had ended because I actually I don't like to leave drag shows early like unless I'm like really forced to do so just I feel sure. like it's a respect thing yeah um and I went I, I went home after that whole show had finished with Chris slept on it and then I woke up that that following morning just being like you know I'm not really like offended by like how she had acted but like I'll just like I'll just block her just from my channels just because like I don't sure. I don't want to be fodder. For like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. also could have sent her a, a dump in the mail. <laughs> I didn't have her address yet. That's I probably could get through well, somewhere I'm, now. I'm pretty sure you could have found out Miss Exposed her drag her reader. I do have ways, yeah, but yeah. so, so you I didn't try hard enough with that. So, yeah. I so I blocked her and then I didn't make like a stink, I didn't publicly say anything. And then, like, th- two or three days later, she there's like this app which I I haven't had for years. I don't even know if it exists anymore, but it was called the followers app. And it told you like who would unfollow or block oh, you. Yeah. That's yes. the worst thing to have. So she had it. I, and I found out very quickly that it's very toxic. I stopped looking out. Yeah. It's, it's the worst it's thing. It's awful. To have. Cause like an unfollow doesn't mean someone doesn't like you, no. you know, it's just like, but like you can internalize it in such a way. So, yeah, like, sure, so like, that's sure. why I deleted it. She posted a screenshot from the app showing that I had blocked her and then like posted it on her Instagram. And it's since been deleted off of her Instagram. Because I tried to go back and look for it for my Rolodex of information, <laughs> but but I know I didn't manifest it. Like I, I, I yeah. it existed, and she posted the screenshot of showing like, oh, Bible Girl Six 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 blocked you, and this whole caption was like, yes, like I got what I wanted, like da, 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 da. like this oh. whole like rockatiki tiki ta 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 ta, ta caption, <laughs> and. In all the comments, it's like a bunch of like local New York girls just like dragging me, being like, mm. "Fuck her! Like she's wow. such a fucking bitch!" Like yeah. it's like. I really didn't do anything yeah. but go off. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Yeah. So at that point, I was just like, all right, like, I'm not offended. It's just funny that this is behavior from someone who I don't know. A and B is 10 years my senior, like as an adult and acting oh. this way on someone who's like fresh into the industry. Sure. And I was like, karmic retribution will be the fact that she will just forever be stuck with this association to my name that's all i ever wanted to get out of it i wasn't Mm. trying to make people hate her or like make people not be her fan because i don't think liking me or her is like a mutually exclusive thing sure right um because i think that's silly uh i think my own personal experience should not define someone else's personal experience with her um but 
I think y'all should just kick each other in the pussy. <laughs> well, it was really funny at DragCon New York, though, because, like, she had a camera crew and I guess was putting together some kind of vlogging, something or other. And so, like, all of the kids in line were, like, doing the whispering thing when they saw her, like, kind of walking, like, around and by yeah. me and adjacent mm-hmm. the booth. And there's just this one video where it's, like, of her. And then it's, like, this panoramic, like, landscape thing. It's, like, her next to the outskirts of my booth. And I'm not in the frame. And it's from her and just cuts into me, like, interacting with a bunch of people. It's yeah. just the fans love to eat it up but like oh, sure. she is just what she, like again i'm indifferent the scenario is what it was mm-hmm. i made memes out of it i stretched out on someone else's time which is fine for me and just brand appropriate and so, also you didn't you during the last season of drag race do you say something about you're going to expose cracker Oh, I think I said something. I don't remember what I said. I can't, uh, it's, there's so much. I, w- I was in Mexico. Oh, 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 well. Were you well, on a plane? Well, I was I was on vacation in Mexico. And so... <laughs> it's another trigger point for you? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it was like... I don't know what my my breaking point was, but where I started like having the dam open up. And I like hinted at something while I was there. And then like kind of start ignited the firestorm and just kind of really fed into like the fanfare insanity of it all while saying like i'm not saying to hate her i'm just like saying stuff like i would always like i had always prefaced online like i'm not saying that you should not like this person but you should go kick her in the pussy (laughs) i'm telling you but as long as i'm kicked respectively i'm happy (laughs) and so but so then the the joke at the end of that trip in mexico was like when i got home i like posted a photo of me like in bed being like oh my god you guys just like just woke up like my twitter was hacked like what's up (laughs) what's going on You are rotten. My Twitter got hacked. I was in an Uber that got hit. You are a rotten rotten troll. (laughs) You are. You know what, Bible girl? I'm going to expose you. Oh, no. I'm going to drag you. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to read all the receipts. Yeah. And then I'm going to kick you in the pussy. (laughs) And then I'm going to take these receipts and then tape them to your neck and punch you in the neck. What about Judge Rudy? (laughs) Judge Rudy's going to kidnap Chris and kick him in the the lower back. And before they have the sexuals, too. Yeah. And then he's going to take it up to your dad. David, David, I believe, good old David, and David is gonna, um, he's gonna take a toaster bath, <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna perish. He he will die, <laughs> and then your mom will just go somewhere else. She'll be fine, and then um, she'll just have a trip somewhere. She'll have saying. a great trip. She'll, yeah. go, to she'll go to the Galapagos. <laughs> <laughs> for, then, your, for and, your exposing and then me. judge rudy <laughs> is gonna tie you up kick you in the pussy three times <laughs> and then untie you and do it again and then you're del- you're deleted you're gonna get deleted <laughs> and canceled whisper and canceled in my ear on you'll all never platforms. be on drag race <laughs> yeah. would you go on drag race would you go on drag race didn't you already win it every year i've won every single <laughs> year <laughs> right you are such a bitch um You've won it every year. <laughs> every single season. I can't believe I'm the winner of all seasons of Drag Race. I'm you never expected that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I you know. started 15. It's remarkable that you won out of the gate. They it's really incredible. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, how did I not? How did I? How, how did I not know that Bible Girls 666 was the winner of all seasons plus All Stars? Well, you know, they blur together sometimes. So you think, <sighs> oh, your Bible's only won five. Well, they all have been white. That's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm trans Armenian per my card. Fan. Trans-Armenian. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, you're, not a white, a, you're a white. You're no, a white. I'm white as shit. You're a white cracker yeah. hoe. I'm so yeah. white, bitch. Yeah. Um, no, so wait, would you go on Drag Race? Um, did I you try out? Uh, I did years ago. You did? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, per being asked, per not being asked, just kind of like on my own volition and stuff. And uh, 
I don't know. I don't think it's for me these yeah. days. But that's okay. I think I think it's a good thing for people who do want to do it. But I think yeah. in the avenue of where my drag has gone, I don't know that it's appropriate. And it a lot. I mean, these days it doesn't even matter. Like drag is so big right now. You don't even. Sure. It's not a. It's not a prerequisite for success in drag. Sure, but it's hard to legitimize that fact to oh. other people. I feel sure. like sometimes, yeah, like because yeah. there is that perception otherwise on a on a general public scale or in terms mm. of bookings. Because like, well, yeah, even in terms of like work for myself, that's something that has. Uh, it's it's got an ebb and flow to it almost uh-huh. like it's it's not in sync with like when it's drag race off season per se so it's it's more everything is always up in the air or like I've been told like at the end of a booking have been like oh so you're on the next season right so like then it's like I only get uh-huh. bookings based on the rumor mill of the fact that I am going uh-huh. to be you know what I mean sure. so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very weird thing to kind of navigate a little bit but then that's also a double edged sword for me because I feel like with someone in my position and kind of just like i've just with past experience with that team in general um i feel like it's something where because of how the general public views placement on the show as like where you stand as like an entertainer Mm. i think from anything that could be catastrophic that could happen to me whether it's production ploy or my anxiety is being like no you're gonna fuck up and i manifest that myself then i think that it'll just end up being shooting myself in the foot and i have a good thing that's going for me right now and i i haven't noticed a plateau in momentum sure i Mm -hmm. feel like even ever since moving out here in just the short amount of time that it's been i've noticed what's been in a shift in terms of me feeling like more of an adult, but also feeling like my job in general has been, has gone from being work to a job to a career, if that makes sense. Um, so I just feel like why rock the boat in an expedited fashion mm-hmm. for me, where it's not necessarily expedited for everybody, but I feel like for me, it would just be something that's too, too quick of a jump from where I am right now yeah, to what sure. it would yield. Something else about Drag Race, though. On season 10, there was uh, some noise about maybe Cracker was a little bit Mm -hmm. of a borrower from Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Catalog of looks and inspiration. Do you have any thoughts on that? I thought it was interesting because Mm -hmm. it was a parallel that I had noticed a little bit just kind of in the outside of the New York. Just like from within the ether of the New York scene. Yeah. uh, There were similarities that i would notice but i don't i don't know that it was ever necessarily deliberate i feel like there was maybe even a level of subconscious to it just in terms of conditioning i feel like it was touched upon the show that they maybe it was a show maybe it was a post-show interview or something someone had mentioned either aquaria or cracker respectively had mentioned that they'd done a photo shoot together in which aquaria had done both of their makeup sure and so i feel like there inherently is like technique and prowess that translates from just kind of like learning and like feeling the mechanics of it yeah um and like i know for myself like as someone who just does makeup or works within makeup as my job like nothing really ever is the same for me i feel like i'm always just kind of things change it's always very fluid um i feel like on the show i don't know i mean it was pretty hard hard to ignore (laughs) um they're both yeah. just, but they're both they're like, like white Twinkie boys. Yeah, like, yeah they, it's they, like, they look sure. so they look similar. so similar from yeah. the jump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it's like a, yeah. There's a lot of logistical elements to it. I think I can't um, believe Cracker's thirty five. She looks so young to me. She is. Yeah, she looks I was yeah. so young to me. Yeah. Thirty five. Yeah, she looks like a child. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like really short in person too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
she's like yeah. a solid like five three maybe yeah. out of heels. She's a, she's a little 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 wisp of a thing, little nugget. Easy to kick in the pussy. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. yeah, you can get some good uh, leverage. <laughs> she's on gonna that. headbutt me in the pussy. <laughs> <and drink>. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm gonna kick cracker in the pussy. What's your relationship with Aquaria since you were when in the New York scene? Um, I really like Aquaria. I appreciate her. I think what she does is. Uh, always elevated. Was she your pick to win season 10? Did you watch season 10? I watched season 10. I... But you knew that you won it, so why? I mean, I even... figured she... Oh, right. If you hadn't won <sighs> season 10... It's really 10. hard to objectively yeah. pick. <laughs> but, um, my, I mean, my personal pick to win season 10 was Mayhem Miller. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I She's great. But she, but she left... So, but she, but out of the top, whatever it was. Top 26, yeah. Yeah, out of the top. <laughs> if you hadn't won, out of the, the sure. rest of the top four, whatever, who, who would you have picked? Um, it would definitely be between like Asia and Aquaria, for okay. sure. Okay. Um, I loved everything Asia brought. Uh, it was just like kind of unfortunate, just like the outcome of that finale for oh, her. Damn, those butterflies. I know, because I think, I think otherwise she really would have stuck it out and would have definitely been like the top two for sure yeah um so yeah and i mean her run was like pretty up and down but for the most part like when the high points were high points they were very memorable like high I, point yeah high point high point it's just caffeinated that's right with that deep root flavor <laughs> yeah mm. um <laughs> like i loved her tweety bird runway oh yeah, yeah. that was incredible that was like yeah. one of my favorites um, very nice but yeah i think aquarius fabulous i think she's doing what other girls aren't doing in the industry right now which is cool just always be forging your own path yeah. um but she's consistent and she's con- mm-hmm. like consistently talented and i thought that she delivered when she had to rise to every occasion on the show sure um she handled a catastrophic moment in her, her untucked with the vixen which yeah. i don't know how anybody else really would have been able to like was that when the vixen kicked her in the pussy sorry <laughs> uh, mentally physically <laughs> emotionally <laughs> i um, can't stop saying no it. that's all right uh, i know what we'll be doing after we record this yes. kicking well, each other in the fucking please Ooh, you know before the patreon only <laughs> listener questions which by the way go to patreon.com slash kachi and craig to catch up on there that are no here. questions only kicks well th- that's what i was going to say before that we're <laughs> yeah. going to answers yeah. but then we're going to be finding out how sore how bloody that yeah. sort of thing yeah oh it's not gonna be bloody no but it'll be well, swollen bring me out oh good yeah. okay yeah yeah chafed yeah. ice <laughs> wounds and we were talking about makeup <laughs> how did you go about developing your makeup style you do some wacky shit with your makeup <laughs> you're a fully orange i am what's with the orange well but wait wait just wait before that what you do like a bloody nose yeah well you do like a it's like a it's like a rosacea <laughs> yeah what is that so it's kind of like it's my nod to how back when i like really began working in nightlife whether it was like before drag like as a promoter but more so specifically about like as i was like kind of a baby drag queen i was definitely like a party girl Ah. and like i've since like cooled my jets like i'm i'm like i can chill now and like hang without having to like go so fucking hard these days Uh um but it's like that's kind of like my nod like oh are you talking about drugs oh of course yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. i I didn't understand what you're talking about yeah like Popper burns, classic. Yeah, you know, railing fat lines, all of that. <laughs> okay, so, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. right. Okay. So that's kind of just like my little like. Okay. It, and that really started when there was just like this one gig, like I was doing in the city. It's just like one of those one-off dive bar gigs. Where we're just like, fuck, I am so 
tired. I'm so exhausted because I had been just rallying the prior nights, like just on the hustle. Yeah. And just like overindulging Some in every way. medication. And, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> too all many, the afferent. Too many ibuprofen. Um, yeah, yeah. And just, I was like, I felt like externalizing it that night. I felt like just kind of like really just looking like a viral kind <laughs> of person. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like literally viral. Viral girl. Yeah. Yeah. Viral uh-huh. girl. And, but Bub- so. Bubble girl goes viral. <laughs> and, but the orange comes from, so like, there's this screenshot from Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Kylie Jenner's like got her elbow like on the kitchen counter and saw her hands resting under her chin. Yeah. And her face is orange, but her hands are like completely white. <laughs> so. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's a nod to that. And also, are you familiar with a burnt meme? No. What's okay. That? So I'll show you an example of like what a burnt meme is. And that's typically what not Bible girls aesthetic is, is like, like when I'm posting. Mom? No, it's like literally. I like oh, how you called her tanning mom. Oh. It's tan- <laughs> My parents tan went to mom. high school with her. No. Patricia Krenzel. Yes, what? they did. <laughs> they did. So like this is a burnt meme. Like when it's oh. so. That looks like tanning mom. Oversaturated, yeah. over sharpened, over. But what is it? Well, I don't even get it. Like it, what is it? What's the point? It's just, it just like, it's, it's something. Just thing. It's like the internet, internet hate machine just like it's so it goes through so many channels of screenshots and phones so you just like go out of your way to make it look like it's just passed around through the fryer of the internet there's even an app for it which i found out i've been manually frying my photos for years (laughs) and i found out about this app called deep fryer oh wow so you deep fry your face is what you're saying I deep fry my face I deep fry people I add smiles No no to no, pe- no Like in drag Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah. the makeup song People are like Why are you orange Or why are you so pink it's You're like, like No no mama I'm fried uh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. deep fried I'm Thank deep you. fried Crispy. Thank you Crispy Crispy kick in the Tempura pussy. drag queen <laughs> Tempura Kick her in the tempura Oh my god oh. Wow I think we deep fried it. I think we deep fried it. You know what we should close out on before we go to the Patreon only listener questions, which is available where? I believe that's on um, caddyshack2.com. That's right. Caddyshack2.com, which is our new web domain, which is nice. Patreon.com slash Katya and Craig. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Until, you know what? Because that's still in beta testing the caddyshack2.com. Courtesy of GoDaddy. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, GeoCities. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to close out (laughs) listening to a little bit of the work of Patricia Krinzel. Oh, I love this song. mom. Bitch. Yeah. I just know this word by word. <laughs> Did you ever perform this? Maybe. Uh, I like to get tips. Oh yeah, this yeah. Might be. It, it would be like the, you're quitting for real. You're quitting drag for real. If you did this. Signing yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, this is my goodbye. Yeah. Oh, I was debating. Do I feel like getting canceled on the podcast today? I could end it all. I could say some shitty shit. It's tempting. Maybe for the Patreon. Yeah. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Well, anyway, enjoy everyone the rest of this Tan Mom classic and see us on Patreon. Bye. So I want you to back away. Get away from me every day. My name is Tan Mom. Tanning is a mom. But I'll be in not a tanning booth, but outside with the birds. No, that doesn't work. Forget the birds. Caught. Tan Mom.
Mom, bitch. Ted Mom. 